This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, this is Simon Calder and you are listening to the latest independent travel podcast. Thank you for joining me on today another train and this is one of the relatively few trains which in the event of a national rail strike will not necessarily be cancelled. I'm on the Thameslink route through the heart of London. I've just left St Pancras International Station. By the way, the finest railway station probably in the world. And I'm heading to London Blackfriars, which is probably the second best railway station in the world straddling the River Thames. But there's an awful lot of people who are waking up to the news that the RMT union uh, members have voted overwhelmingly to strike in there, doing so in a dispute over jobs, over pay, over conditions. Um, the result came out late last night. Um, more than 40,000 railway workers voted. Um, about 25,000 of them or so were from the from Network Rail, which runs the infrastructure, including crucially the signalling, and then there were many from the train operating companies. Uh, not all the train operators, but certainly uh, the, many of the key ones, so Avanti West Coast, Greater Anglia, GWR, LNER, Northern. Thank you. And if you are working for uh, Transport for London, you might note that that announcement didn't include the Elizabeth line, which I know for a fact um, joins the network here. That's not important right now. What is, is when a strike could take place. And by the way, it is not going to affect directly Great Northern, um, Thameslink, Southern or Gatwick Express trains, but they could, like everybody else, be hit by a strike by network rail signalers, and that would mean that they are simply not able to run on the key lines. Um, if that were to happen, I understand that they can put a sort of uh, backup signalling system in place, or at least get some uh, management and other staff in to do that, but they would only be able to do maybe 20% of the network for maybe 12 hours a day, so it would get very, very messy. The problem, says the RMT, is that uh, many of its uh, members are in the third year of a pay freeze. They kept the country moving during the pandemic. Um, most of our membership is on around £24,000 a year, uh, says the RMT, um, which clearly is, um, if inflation is running at around 10%, uh, that is very, very worrying. Um, certainly, uh, that 24,000 isn't necessarily recognised by um, the employers, uh, who are, of course, Network Rail and the train operators, represented generally by the Rail Delivery Group. 
Now, I've been covering rail disputes, well, since the late 1980s, when they seem to be happening pretty much every uh, week. Um, and the last really significant signalling strike, by the way, was in um, 1994, shortly before privatisation, and that uh, eventually was settled. Since then, we've seen nothing that's affected the whole nation. Um, that could change quite quickly. Um, and I'd love to think there was a way around this, because clearly, at the moment, anybody who's hoping to travel um, in, you know, let's say, between um, uh, London and Scotland in the second half of June is going to be thinking, well, obviously I'm not going to go by a train because um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to travel, so I'll book a flight instead. LNER, the main operator on the East Coast mainline, said uh, we'll be reviewing all the, the outcome of this proposed industrial action and provide updates on how this might impact LNER services. Difficult and worrying times for everybody who's a traveller but ultimately this is a question about how much more money the taxpayer or rather the government is prepared to pay off taxpayers money to keep the rail industry going. Um, the figures simply do not add up at the moment. Um, previously, you were pretty much guaranteed uh, £10 billion a year in fares revenue, um, with un underwritten by uh, season tickets. But of course, people's travelling habits have changed, and therefore there is a huge revenue gap of several billion pounds, which has to be filled somehow. Add to that the fact that, well, nobody quite knows what effect a strike would have because so many people are used to working from home now, they may simply take the view, right, well, if you're not going to run your my train, it doesn't matter, I'll just um, spend the day working in the kitchen or whatever. Now, that's fine, as long as you're not a customer-facing person like a nurse or a teacher or somebody in the hospitality industry where you actually physically have to be present. And they are the people who will suffer as a result of this so a very very messy situation uh, it's um, extremely regrettable that we're in this position and once again I, I simply um, would love to see everybody just getting around the table working out how do we modernize I mean the fact that so many rail staff um, don't get rotated for Sundays because it's a it's a a day off and that kind of almost goes back to Victorian times so there's an awful lot to sort out and I'm not sure that a dispute is um, quite right but uh, there we are if you're on 24,000 a year and you've been on a pay freeze for three years as the RMT says then well maybe uh, you are uh, well of course you have every right to withdraw your labour at all times anyway the uh, sun has just popped out of the clouds the train has just popped out of the tunnel beneath London we're now rolling onto the bridge that is both a bridge to take this main north-south line across the uh, Thames and it's also a station in its own right. And this is where I will be getting out, if you will excuse me. Um, thanks so much for listening. Of course, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day about uh, rail strikes and anything else that's happening in the world at independent.co.uk. For now, goodbye, stay safe and I will talk to you tomorrow. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.